2: Everybody, so we're adding a new, um, I guess, segment here for the podcast, and we're going to be answering uh, specific topic questions in a less formal way than the podcast, just on Wednesdays. And so today we're going to be talking about Roth, like all things Roth, really. But I think Roth IRA is um, one of the more confusing topics for whatever reason. Um, and so we had people writing questions. So I'm going to go over them, and then this way. Um, when you're listening to the podcast, if you hear me talk about a specific topic, you'll know that on Wednesdays that we'll have some wine and cover topic specific information. So today we'll go over uh, the Roth IRA for all of our listeners. And then this way with the, you know, doing the IG live, if you have questions and you want to have a more interactive platform, we can do it um, this way. Since the podcast, you know, we're just pushing out content and it's not interactive. So let's start here. We'll see what you all think about this. Um, So why don't we start with, and it was a good basic question. Um, The question was, what the f***? Hopefully I can curse on it. What the f*** is a Roth? Um, So Roth IRA is what we're going to start with. And so IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account, which means basically a do-it-yourself retirement account. And basically what the Roth aspect refers to in front of the word IRA is that the money is going to be going in post-tax, meaning you're going to pay tax on it and then you're going to put it into the individual retirement account. So the way to think about it is if you're getting a paycheck, what your gross versus what your net is, is the tax is taken out. So whatever when you put your money in your Roth IRA, you're going to be taking it out. I like to call it bank money. So you're taking the money out of the bank and putting it in the Roth. So you're getting no tax break today because you've already paid taxes on those dollars. Um, And what basically will happen is you will, um, since you pay taxes on them now, you'll grow the money's tax deferred. And then at retirement, when you go to take those monies out, um, the rule with the Roth IRA is you want to leave it in there for five years and you want to be greater than the age of Fifty nine and a half. That's your magic number. So there's no under fifty nine and a half penalty, which is a 10 percent penalty that's assessed um, unless you take the money out for one of the approved exceptions. Um, So when you go to take it out, that means there'll be no taxes. So that's really attractive. And that'll segue right into our next question, which is um, how much should you be putting into it? Well, with the Roth IRA, there are caps of how much money you can put into it. And so if you are um, under 50 years old, you can put 6000 into it. And if you're older than 50 uh, years old, they call they give you what is called a catch up. Because hopefully, you know, if you hadn't started saving for retirement at that point, you're trying to save a lot more to catch up. Um, you can do 7000 So if you can max it out, that's great. Now, I think another question, we'll make sure that we try and answer all these, is let's see to make this easier. You can do the full six thousand, but there is an income limitation, and I don't think people talk about that aspect of it enough. Which is, if your adjusted gross income is as a single person in 2021 greater than you know 140, you're not eligible for a Roth. And if you're married filing joint, uh, it's greater than 208,000, you're not eligible to do a Roth. So it's important when you're looking at the different. Uh, vehicles for retirement to look at how much um, adjusted gross income you have to see whether or not the Roth is even available because if you're making over that amount of money, you're not even eligible to put the money in the Roth. And so for the question about um, what happens if you max out your Roth and then you realize you're making, a hundred, as a single person, this question was, uh, what happens if I'm making over 140000 well, that means then we have to take the money out. So if you're in a situation, which it seems like this person might be, where you don't know what your income is going to be for the year, and you think there's a good possibility that you might make over the, you know, we'll just use the single limit, the 140 for the year, I wouldn't put the money in the Roth until you know whether or not you're gonna be above that or under that because if you're above that and you contribute to a Roth, it's a pain in the butt to take the money out because not only do we need to take out your contribution, let's say you did the 6,000 and let's say you did it in January and then in December you realize you've made too much money, you need to take out the 6,000 that you put in plus any earnings and it's not a fun calculation. So the Roth IRA is great, it's after tax money, the limit for under 50 is 6,000 a year, but your earnings, your income have to be for a single person under 140000 and then for a married person, 208000 to do that full amount. There is a phase out between that, but I'm not going to get into the weeds on the phase out. Just know that you have to be below the income limit in order to be eligible to do it. With that $6,000, that is the total that is allowed if you're within the income limitations for both a Roth or a traditional so a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to put 6000 in the Roth, and then I'm going to do 6000 in the traditional IRA. Um, no, it's one or the other. Your cap for both or either is 6000 total. So you can do three and three, or six, and then zero, or however you want to divide it up, but it's only 6000 total. And then the question to follow that up from the same uh, individual is, um, the question was, I thought you could withdraw your contribution at any time, but I'm confused if that's true or not. With a Roth IRA, since the money is after tax, if you put in six thousand and then you want to take it back out, you can always take out your contribution, your money, because you've already paid tax on it. But that does not um, only your original contribution, so six thousand. You can't take out the earnings because um, those are going to have taxes and penalties um, since you haven't paid on them, and you have to meet the requirements to avoid taxes and penalties. And okay, so we got those questions. We got lots more people joining. So just to reiterate for people that are just joining now, the Roth IRA, IRA stands for an individual retirement account. Roth means it's after tax, meaning you're getting the tax break in the future and not today. So you're paying tax today and you won't pay tax in the future. Um, The next question we have is, are there benefits to using my Roth IRA instead of my Roth option through my work plan. In this case, this person's work plan is a 457, which just indicates it's probably a government work plan. Um, a government employer is what I mean. So because 457 just indicates where it is in the tax code. So it's really interesting because people don't really talk about the Roth work plan option. We'll just keep it at work plan to keep it high level. That limitation is 19500 And so you can do a lot more money into your work retirement plan and the Roth option. or sometimes they even call it the after-tax option because that's what it is, right? You're not getting any tax break. Um, so it's really interesting. So it just depends on your situation. And so I'm just giving the definition tonight. The way I like to look at it is it would be, I, I think it's ideal to get a little bit of everything. So maybe pre-tax makes sense for a portion of your retirement savings and then Roth makes Sense for a portion of your retirement, or maybe we think there'll be an opportunity down the road to switch from IRA traditional monies into Roth monies when you come up with, because I'm a big proponent, as you all know who listen to the podcast, big proponent of a plan. So if we know there's opportunity down the road to switch from IRA to Roth. Um, then maybe you leverage the pre-tax now and, do, and we switch it over down the road. Um, but that's the big difference. So the Roth IRA has a limit of 6,000 as long as you meet the income there is no income limitation and there's a higher contribution for a Roth or after tax option in your work plan, whether that's a 457 or a 401k. Um, So it's a much higher limit uh, there. So that's important to know. And then let's see what other questions we have. Okay. So we do have two questions about the switching to switch. I think one question says, how do you switch from traditional to Roth? So one is you can determine that you're not going to contribute to traditional and you're only going to contribute to the Roth. And you can do that and only have to contribute to one or the other. So let's say you're doing traditional, you're now listening to this fun little wine Wednesday where we talk about money and you say, I don't want to do traditional anymore. Maybe the Roth IRA is in my best interest. Then you could just stop your contributions to your traditional IRA. We'll just say you've been doing it every month. You've made four. you have Let's say you've done $400. You can do the rest into your Roth for the rest of the year, as long as that cap between both is 6000 The other way, the fancier way to switch from traditional to Roth is called a Roth conversion. Um, And that's where you take IRA monies and you switch it from IRA to Roth. And when you do that, you pay all of the tax. And I really like that as a strategy to use that um, when you're in either, well, a couple ideas, but either in an artificially low tax bracket or zero tax bracket for whatever reason. So for instance, on the podcast, we referenced Natasha a lot. Um, and when Natasha went to law school, she was in a zero bracket, right? She had no earnings. So she therefore didn't have to pay any tax. So we converted for every year she was in law school, 20,000 of her IRA monies, which same thing as 401k, right? Those are the same line item, meaning that's all pre-tax. So we switched 20,000 a year from traditional monies to Roth monies, uh, did no withholding, meaning we didn't withhold anything for taxes, because that would then mean that you're having a distribution under 59 and a half, because she was like 30 at the time. And we moved the entire 60000 that was traditional all over into Roth by the end of law school. And that made the most sense because she had no income, so she paid no tax on that distribution. And so now when that money grows from the age of 30 to 65, you extrapolate that out, earning 7.2% compounding interest, it should be worth 900000 and there'll be no tax on it, versus had she just left it, um, which is probably what you would have done and not done anything at all. It would have been $900,000 in a traditional IRA, which is still a great amount of money, but you would have owed tax on it. So that's a Roth conversion. I would recommend if you're interested in a Roth conversion, you definitely would want to consult a CPA or a CFP or somebody who knows the tax code because it's not quite as straightforward as just going traditional to Roth. There's other things you can run into like the under 59 and a half penalty because you want to make sure you don't withhold any taxes for that. You want to plan for the taxes. So for instance, I've had a lot of people who read about it and say, and they're making, let's say they're making a hundred thousand for the year. And they're like, oh, I have an old 401k from another company for 50,000. I'm just going to roll it over from the 401k all into the Roth. Because I, I've read about the Roth and I want everything in the Roth. Well, if you do that in that scenario, that person is going to be now having income of 150,000 because the Roth IRA goes in on top of your income. So you're going paying a ton of tax on this switch, it's probably not in your best interest to do that. Probably better to wait until you're in a lower income bracket or like the other question we have, other benefits to using uh, the Roth option at work? That would probably be a better option than throwing yourself into a super high tax bracket just to get money into the Roth. So you wanna, if you're going to be doing um, Roth conversions, you definitely wanna consult someone and make sure that tax-wise it makes sense. Um, that you don't run into the pro rata rule, which is just another rule where you have multiple types of IRAs and it can get kind of messy. Uh, Generally, if things are pretty straightforward, it would work as long as you're in a low income bracket or if we're in a really low market. So for instance, if we were doing this podcast last March or this live last March, we could have talked about maybe moving some money from traditional over into Roth because the market was down and that's a good time to take advantage of it. Um, so we have a question, um, Lifecycle Accounts, Target Date Index Fund. Um, they're similar, but I, they're not identical. Um, I'd have to see which funds you were looking at to tell you exactly. Um, usually they have um, target date funds. I don't know that they're all indexed. It would depend on which ones you're looking at. Um, like I know certain companies that have them where they're actively managed, so that wouldn't be the same as an index fund. But the concept is probably the same for the question, which we just had our Lifecycle Accounts the same as a target date index fund. Um, I think the concept overarching is similar, but it just depends if they're active versus passive. Passive meaning they're just mimicking an index. Um, and the other thing to point out, which is a good segue, is inside of your Roth IRA, you can have whatever investments that you want to. So people sometimes get caught up with the Roth thinking the Roth is just the vehicle, just a term the taxation. Um, but all you could have a traditional IRA and you could have a Roth IRA and you can have identical investments. So the returns could be identical. Cause sometimes I've heard people say, Well, the Roth IRA will make more money. I'm like, no, the Roth will be the same as the traditional as long as the investments are the same. So it doesn't matter, you know, the vehicle is the difference, whether it's pre-tax or post-tax. And then the the return on that is going to be determined by the investments inside of that vehicle. So whether using index funds or you know, conservative funds versus growth funds, the return is all determined by the investments and the investments are not determined by the, the vehicle. You can have the same investments in four different types of accounts. I think we may have covered all of the questions. So to summarize, unless anyone else has any more questions, it's supposed to be a little short and sweet about the Roth IRA. So the Roth IRA is an after-tax individual retirement account. So you're taking the tax break um, in the future, um, so you're paying taxes today. It's different than your work plan. The limit, as long as you're under the income um, limitations, is going to be $6,000 for most of you that are under the age of 50. Um, that's the total for any IRA. doesn't matter if traditional or Roth, it's 6000 total. The limitation for a, a Roth, so same thing after tax, uh, work retirement plan is going to be 19500 your contributions into a Roth IRA can always come back to you. Whatever that initial amount is, we'll just say it's $6,000. It can always come always come back to you. Um, you run into issues if you don't leave the money in there for five years um, and you're not older than 59 and a half because then the uh, earnings on that will be taxed and uh, you'll have the under 59 and a half penalty if you're not old enough. But your actual contribution amount will always be able to come back to you because you pay tax on it. And then... Um, A strategy for some people, I would always really focus on consulting a CPA or CFP is um, the Roth conversion, where you're going to be switching from traditional to Roth money. And the way to think about that is you're basically telling the government, hey, I'm willing to pay you all the taxes on this switch today. And so therefore, you want to either be in a low tax bracket, be in a um, depressed market environment, so a down market environment. And you want to be strategic about how much taxes you're going to pay just to make sure it's really going to be worthwhile. Um, so that really summarizes the big parts about the Roth IRA. And I'll just tell you, so if you were going to do the Roth IRA and you're going to take money out just to give you some of the exempt exceptions to the rule, meaning you're not going to be hit with taxes um, and or the 59 and a half penalty really depending is going to be $10,000 for a first time home purchase. Adoption or um, birth would be 5,000 medical expenses uh, in excess of 7.5% of adjusted gross income, qualified education expenses, health insurance while unemployed, and disability. And then for those of you, since we had someone write in about 457, if you're a government employee and you can retire early, sometimes you can be fully retired with 30 years at 55, you can access your Roth IRA um, without penalty by doing what is called a 72T but not to get like too far in the weeds on that. But we're also going to be, I'm going to be on Frugal Friends, the podcast, um, talking about all things Roth and chatting with them about it. And we have a free download that you can get um, on our website, www.futurerichpodcast.com. And you can download that and that will give you a full overview of everything and all things Roth. So if you don't have any other questions, thanks for joining. I hope you all have a great Wednesday.